Welcome to Real Talk with Auntie Nay. I'm your host, Auntie Nay, a.k.a. Nay Harper. So make sure that you're liking, subscribing, following, ringing that post notification bell so you can stay in tune on everything that's going over here with Auntie Nay. Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to Real Talk with Auntie Nay. Over here, we are real humans having real human conversation. I'm your host, Auntie Nay, a.k.a. Lene Harper, entrepreneur and life coach. Question, have you ever wondered how to navigate through the fog in romantic relationships and how to avoid situationships? Well, if you have, keep listening, because in this episode, we're going to dive right into that. Say, when you're dating, you are collecting data. A lot of people don't date, uh, or a lot of people have this preconceived notion that dating is about getting free food, getting taken out on these extravagant restaurants and um, excursions and all this other kind of thing. And that's not really what dating is. Dating is truly collecting data, knowing what you are looking for, knowing what you're looking for in another person, knowing what you don't want, checking off your boxes. If you have one of those huge lists of my person needs to have all of these things and they need to check, be able to check all those boxes. That's what dating is for is collecting data. When I was on the dating scene, um, I believed in asking a lot of questions. <laughs> I believed in asking a lot of questions for a lot of reasons. One, because people like to talk about themselves. So I would ask them to just talk about themselves. And I learned a lot that way. Um, and if I could choose where we went on a date, um, I would choose things like going to coffee shops or a little bar or something where though it was laid back, going for walks, going for a hike or something like that. Because for a lot of reasons, one, um, safety. Okay, number one, safety. If I am um, having a conversation and I'm over and I already know that this is not going any further, I can easily be done. Okay, easily be done. Um, Two, if we go on a walk, I paid attention. I paid attention on how if they kept my pace or if they if I had to keep up with them. Um, I also paid attention to if we're walking in the street, what side of the road that were that I was walking on. And if I was walking on the street side, I would correct them. And I'd be like, okay, I'm not supposed to walk on that side for X, Y, and Z. And if they fixed it, then we would go on another date. If they never corrected it, then they didn't have another date. The intricate details are very, very important. Okay, so pay attention to those things. Going on dates at like coffee shop or walks or stuff like that, people cannot be fake. They have to show up their true, authentic selves. They have to at some point. They only can put on a facade for just so long. After you take that walk a couple of blocks or, you know, through the park, you know, that kind of thing. After a while, people start to let their guard down because they're in nature. They just naturally do. Um, if you go into a coffee shop or stuff like that, I used to watch how they treated the, you know, 
the people that serve them. If they treated them kindly, then I was like, okay, they're just a genuinely kind person. If they were overly nice, then I was like, okay, they're trying too hard. But if they were like the right amount of nice and the right amount of, you know, whatever, I was like, okay, if they were disgusting, I I would say something at that point too. But like I said, when we are out here and we're dating, we're collecting data. That's what we're doing. Not and we're not looking for, and we're paying attention to what we're really looking for. We're not really looking for the aesthetic. So we don't care if he's 6'2", 375 pounds, linebacker, basketball player, whatever. Because, I mean, come on, that's how many of those are there really? Let's be real. You know what I mean? Like, we are really looking at what their qualities are, what their, you know, what their tenacity and their integrity is. Because if that is great, then they're going to make a great person and a great partner. That does mean if you're doing it that way and you're looking for those qualities, you are going to have to go on a lot of dates. Dating is about, like I said, is is about collecting the data and being truly honest on what you want and what you're looking for. Nowadays, people are out here dating just so they can have sex at the end of the night and, you know, up in their body count. That's not what it is. And if if you are going down that road, you're looking for lust, just know that that's what you're getting. And it, lust is only a temporary satisfaction. It's not something that's going to last long. I mean, it's going to be fun while it lasted, but just know that's what you're signing up for. Okay, let's be real with each other. (laughs) You're signing up for something that's only going to last a short period of time if you're just based on lust and not truly finding your person. So then let's move on to the next thing you found you and your person found each other at this point. You know, you have to be clear on what your, you know, your titles are. Are you just friends? Are you courting? Um, exclusively, like you want to make sure you are clear on that, or you're going to find yourself in a situationship. And that is when everyone is assuming and moving around as if, okay, that's when you know you're in a situationship. No one wants to be here. This is relationship purgatory. <laughs> okay. No one, no one is having those hard conversations. No one is really diving deep and trying to figure out, okay, what are we doing? Okay. So I'm telling you, if you are in this point, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you, you need to ask yourself or ask your, your person, what are we doing? And then wait for the answer. Now that answer is going to be the answer. And you're going to move accordingly. Take it for what it is. Don't get your feelings involved. Take it for what it is. Whatever they say to you, you take that and you move accordingly. If you're okay with how it's set up and everything, just know that later you're not going to be able to persuade them away from their answer. For example, if you ask your person, "Which we, what are we doing? What are we doing? And that other person says, oh, we just chilling. You know, there's no big, there's no real, you know, we shouldn't be putting no names on it. We know what we're doing. That person has commitment issues. They are comfortable the way it is. And they don't want to put a title on it for so many reasons. It could be, you know, they want to, you know, they want to be able to make it an easy breakup 
when they're ready to break it up or they are happy just the way it is and don't want any more. Now, like I said, if you are okay with this, then that's fine. But if you're not, you need to know how to walk away. And in a different season, we'll talk about how to walk away. Because, girl, child, please. <laughs> I had to walk away from plenty of people. Okay? But um, just make sure that you know what you're getting into. And listen to what people are saying. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I remember one time when I was in a relationship with this guy I was dealing with for a long, long period of time. Right? And... He um he says something in the beginning of our relationship that stuck with me through the whole relationship, okay? And I would go back and relive that through the whole relationship. And he said, um, I know I could survive with you. When I went back and I looked at our relationship, I seen that. We just survived. Like we survived. That's what we were doing. We were playing survival. And I almost ain't make it out alive figuratively. Like emotionally, mentally, I was drained. Like I almost really didn't make it. I had to t I had nothing else to give him. And I told him, I was like, listen, I don't have nothing else to give you as I was deciding on start deciding to move on. You know what I mean? So when someone tells you something, you need to listen, not just to hear the words, but to understand what they are truly and honestly saying. Okay. You have to really pay attention to that because that is where it's important. Okay. Not what you like a lot of times we get caught up and this is how we get in situationships. Somebody tells us exactly what they want and then we put our own spin on it and say, but this is what you really want. They already told you what they wanted. They didn't want what you tr want. They wanted what they wanted. I was watching um this TV show and the girl the guy told her, like, we ain't in no relationship. Like, we don't have no titles, bro. So I don't understand why you getting mad that you find me out here talking to these other girls. Like, I don't understand it. And in reality, I don't understand why she's upset either. Because he already said, listen, we are not in no committed situation. I just want to have sex with you when I want to have sex with you. And if that's the case, don't say, oh, but I want a relationship. He don't want a relationship or she don't want a relationship. If anybody does that to you, they don't want a relationship. They want the fun for what it is. They want to have fun. They don't want to settle down. And that's when those conversations, that's when I said you got to have those hard conversations. What do you want? What are you looking for? Those kind of things that you ask while you're dating. Okay. Even before you get in a situationship or the purgatory, you ask that while you're dating, collecting data, and you can date more than one person at a time. I truly believe in that. Okay. Now you pass the purgatory stage. You done came out of there. Now you done made it to your titles. You got your boyfriend and your girlfriend and your wife and your husband and your partner. <laughs> okay. So you have all your, you know, you have your title or whatever. So you are in this relationship. Like any relationship, any other relationship, you need to be clear and understand what both of you want out of the relationship. 
before you get in any serious, and the key word in that is serious, romantic relationship, both parties need to have the same intention in that relationship, period. By this time, you should know, you should know exactly what you, you, you want. If y'all going to have kids, if y'all going to whatever, if you're if you're gonna buy a house, if that's something that's in the future, if how many cars you're gonna have, what kind of jobs you guys want, if if somebody's going back to college, all of that stuff needs to be planned out. Okay. Now remember that we are humans, okay, and we all go through tough times. We all go through, you know, difficult times. And give grace and mercy for that because we just have to make sure that we give grace and mercy for that. You also need to understand the communication style each one of you have. Okay, so you might have somebody, I mean, you might communicate one way and your partner communicates the whole other way. You need to know what both people, how they communicate. And it's better to do this in the beginning of your relationship than towards the end or the middle of your relationship okay in the beginning if you do this in the beginning of your relationship it alleviates a whole lot of stress if you don't then what will happen is you will have you either going to have no communication or your communication is going to be crazy and nonsense is is one or the other there's no in between on that okay so that you want to make sure that that's a, a a thing that you guys are paying attention to you like I said the beginning. Now this is how you have that kind of communication. Um, first, you need to find out, like I said, how your partner likes to communicate and resolve conflict. Once you do that, then you will keep yourself, your own emotions, at bay because when you're communicating something, you don't want to be overly emotional. I have a problem with this. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but but you don't want to be overly emotional um, because then nothing gets resolved. But you take yourself out of the equation. Okay. Like, for example, um, if you are the type of person that needs to process the issue and your, your, uh, your person, your um, partner, is the type of person that says, no, I need to resolve this now. So when that happens, you need to step back, look at it and say, okay, I need to process, but my partner needs to, needs to be able to resolve this. So listen, babe, I hear what you're saying and I'm listening to you. I just need a little time to process this. We can, um, we can come back to it and like, 10 to 15 minutes and then I'll be able to have a clear conversation with you. But right now I'm not going to be able to communicate with you clearly for us to solve this situation. Now, once you both do that and you know, everything and y'all agree to that, that is good. Okay. That is the way that you want to do it. You want to make sure that, you know, both parties understand, listen, I need five minutes to process and then I'll be back to you or I need about 45 minutes to depending on what the situation is I need about 45 minutes to process and I'll be right back with you okay the second thing is you want to look at the situation through their perspective 
Okay, the way that they're looking at it. And this helps you completely understand them and see things there through and see their thought process. And even if you think what they are saying or thinking is stupid or silly, you keep that to yourself. Just keep it to yourself. Sometimes we just need to your partner just needs to be validated. (laughs) They just need to know that you got their back and that, you know, even though it might sound really stupid that you hear them and you're not just pushing them away or sitting them by the wayside because you are um, because you think that your thoughts are overpower what they're trying to convey and then sit back if you do think that is stupid you know be like okay babe I just want to make sure I understand this is what you I hear this is what I hear you saying is that what you're trying to convey and if they be like yeah that's what I'm trying to convey be like okay I hear that um but what can we do to okay I hear that but what can we do to solve the problem or I hear that so let's figure out a solution you know what I mean try not to say but because when you but you negate everything that you said in the beginning okay and so you just want to make sure you do that um validate that person because like I said sometimes what we hear is not what they're saying and what they're saying is not what we're hearing the third thing is be fair Okay, remember, this person is your right hand. Okay, they're your right hand. They're your right hand and they're your left hand. This is the person that you're looking to build something with. Okay, so if you're looking to build something with them, we're not going around just hurting people. We're not going around saying things that we have to go back and take back. You know, like, oh, no, I didn't mean it that way. We have to be very careful in how we say things to people because it hurts once you say it you can't unsay it I mean you can say you know what I was wrong when you realized that you was wrong it was like me and Courtney I had a thing I said something and I just wanted to get him and you know because he taught me the saying and and, you know in patois and I wanted to say it because I wanted to get him. And then once I realized what I said to him, I was like, oh, that is not the saying that I need to say to him ever. And I apologized profusely because it wasn't. And I and I told him, I didn't realize what I was saying. And I didn't realize that it was going to hurt you like it did. I thought I was going to just be able to say it and that would be it. And I was able to use it, but I will never do that again. I crossed the line and I'm sorry. And I made sure that he understood clearly what I that I knew that I was wrong. You know what I mean? And I will never do it again. And sometimes we have to apologize. And sometimes people don't know how to. You know what I mean? People don't know how to. And this is this is how you apologize. Just how I said it. You know, I'm sorry that I did that. I know how that made you feel. I will never do that again to make you feel that way ever again, period. And I'm sorry. And sometimes you have to say that and I will never do it again. So they know that that's if you do do it again, you did that thing on purpose to hurt me for real. 
just remember, you know, we're going to we're, we're going to look at how they communicate, how they, you know, uh, deal with conflict. We're going to also look at the situation through their goggles. OK, and be fair. Just be fair. So let's go back on everything that we heard today. OK, we heard that dating is collecting data and not bodies. <laughs> It's collecting data and not body count and that you need to be 110% clear on what you are looking for while you are dating. And you can date multiple people at one time. That does not mean you're having sex with all these people. That means that you're just going around figuring out what type of people you like, what type of people you don't like. And there's nothing wrong with that. The second thing that we learned is when you find your person, make sure that we are not assuming that we're being very clear on what we are doing. What we doing? That's what that's 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 what y'all need to say. So what are we doing? We in this thing. I'm cooking you dinner every night. You at my crib every night. What are we doing? Like what what is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, am I your girlfriend? Am I your boyfriend? Like, what is this? Like, you need to know what what is my title? Because, you know, you have to be clear, have those clear conversations. What are we doing in the next two years? Like, is this something that is going to be continuing? You know, is there marriage somewhere down the line? Be very clear or you're going to find yourself in a situationship and nobody wants to be in that. That's like being in a little rowboat. Nobody wants to be in a situationship with somebody. Mm-mm, not at all. Unless they want to be there. That means they don't want nothing else. <laughs> Three is you want to make sure that you have a when you have your titles, you are both working on what you you're doing the work and you're working on what you are really really looking forward to in the future and you're doing that by communication communicating fairly being a validating understanding your partner okay and being clear on what you want out of the relationship and where you want your relationship to sell remember in the fog there's always a lighthouse and if you're if you be true to each other and be true to yourself, you'll find your way always. And, you know, that's just that's just what it is. Be true. A lot of times we get into these romantic relationships and we take on what the other person wants and forget what we need as a person. And we're the ones that's always coddling and taking care of and all that kind of stuff. But you have to sometimes step back and look. And be very clear so you don't get yourself, and that's how you get yourself in a situationship, that you don't get yourself in those situationships, that you go from dating to having a title. You know what I mean? Sometimes it is a little little period to see if you guys even like each other, but that does that doesn't last long. That doesn't last six months to a year. Okay. <laughs> you you'll know in like two months, maybe, if that's what you really want. Okay. So don't be allowing somebody to keep you in a situationship if you're not wanting to stay there. Move on. Find, you know, find your person. Continue to date. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. So like always, I want to say thank you for listening. 
You guys are my favorite people. And thank you for supporting Real Talk with Auntie Nay. Oh, I love y'all. If this episode helped you, touched your heart in some type of way, make sure that you drop a $5 thank you via Cash App or Venmo. It is greatly appreciated. It helps us keep the lights on. And for everybody that does donate, you will be in a drawing at the end of the series to win some Auntie Nay swag. Okay. As always, like I said, thank you for listening and make sure that you're following, liking, and subscribing. If you want to continue the conversation with me on this topic, please DM me because I'm all down to hear everybody's input on this okay (laughs) let me know if this was true if it helped you or if it was false um the way that you can reach out is on instagram is at real underscore talk underscore with underscore auntie underscore nay on facebook is at real talk with auntie nay on youtube real talk with auntie nay thank you so much for joining me and i can't wait to hear from you i love y'all 